The Sit With Warriors podcast originated with the concept of simply that. The idea of when you sit with warriors, the conversation is different. And when someone put it to me that way, I really sat and reflected on how many incredible women, women warriors, leaders, heroines, mentors, badass women that I think would be incredibly inspiring for others to hear from. So we put forth this podcast in the hopes of sharing stories of authenticity and of inspiration. All the guests I have on the podcast will share with you real and authentic stories of love and life and laughter, of moments of transition, of moments of triumph, of those moments of aha, and perhaps some of the lowest. But they're all here to share and for us to sit together. So I ask, will you share with us and sit with us? been a very exciting year for you what are the biggest lessons and things that you learned over this last calendar year that you think would inspire and that you're open to sharing with us today interesting well actually with some of our discussion that we've been talking about leading up to the recording of the podcast I think I was sitting with what I wanted to share and sort of what some of our topics were in the mix. And I think that what came through often was sort of like the metaphor of the ugly duckling and sort of how the molting kind of looks different in every stage. And I actually had a conversation not long before we've just started recording that I thought was really interesting that happened close in proximity to when I knew I would be sitting down and recording this and it's just sort of the idea that not everybody will validate kind of where you're at in a bigger picture transformation wise and Mm -hmm. not everyone will sort of validate every step of the way and that the end goal isn't really the validation of others it's it's about a bigger picture and so that's something that I kind of compare to my evolution over the last year and I'm sure the evolution of so many different people through a pandemic and whatnot is that, you know, it's not what always looks the best on the outside. This kind of growth and evolution isn't always the prettiest or financial gain or (laughs) some very obvious happy ending that our society will necessarily reward. So I feel like that's something that I've been thinking a lot about over the last couple days. And I love that. And I love that idea of that evolution of that molting. Yeah. The idea of if stripping away or we talk about often about burning away that which does not serve us. Yes, definitely. It's a good visual. Also kind of like the butterfly metaphor, right? Like the cocoon to butterfly from the caterpillar. Not everyone understands, but it's about something much larger and very natural and cyclical that's at play, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And you've been somebody who's really embraced working with the idea of cycle and the idea of Mm -hmm. embracing the loop. 
cycle as well as you know our elemental and, and, and solstice cycles you know the moon cycle or lunar cycle is something that they're really open to or curious about and I mean I think a person who really embraced that and has really been seeing the incredible benefits through manifestation as well as through I think just some clarity and maybe some reassurance at times going back to the idea of validation maybe looking more within for validation as opposed to external validation totally right it's that idea of if we can kind of feel like we're synchronized with nature that it kind of removes the pressure or man-made sort of timing that we put on ourselves you know that people are supposed to have their lives figured out when they turn 18 and graduate or whatever but if we sort of return to a more natural state of time where we look at plants in the winter and we realize that like there's dormancy there and that there's a level of rest and going inward and that you know, we could allow ourselves to do that too. And that can be profound. And the same with like awakening in spring or even eating seasonally and how that just allows us to be in flow with things and how we realize that even if like plants are always growing. And if you think of like a person, like even on days when you don't necessarily feel it or see it, you have a headache or you have a bad day. It's like, you're ultimately in flow with all there is, with all that is naturally and innately beautiful and adapting and growing constantly. And that that helps you shed so much of that pressure and expectation that really is just our human clouding this journey that is inevitable. I love that imagery. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I definitely resonate with the idea of shedding and that idea, as Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, you know, shedding of the old, the idea of shedding old skin. And that certainly is a huge aspect of working with creator, working with the universe, working with the seasonalities and elements, working with, you know, the cycles and how that that transformation and that idea of growth and of the death on Mm -hmm. on a cyclical basis is, like you said, it creates a very much an open acceptance. Yes, totally. That actually just causes me to remember when I was reading The Untethered Soul, the author talks about how like daily and in many ways we experience small deaths in in many ways and like that it kind of prepares us for the ultimate <laughs> death one day and it's not about it being dark or us fearing things it's just the idea of surrendering to letting go to change all these little things that we ultimately fear but are like such deep blessings once we embrace them and even the idea of you know you were talking about shedding and letting go and I was talking about working with the elements and lunar cycles and things like even working with animals that way right animal messengers like that makes me think immediately of serpent and so it's like all these things that we're surrounded with in the natural world are such great tools when we really see them as that absolutely and we welcome serpent mm-hmm. in for transformation and change mm-hmm. absolutely you know it's a, it's a welcome symbol of exactly that of transformation and mm-hmm. certainly you know touching on like you know surrendering and opening up and letting go of that which does not serve us you know mm-hmm. is a huge shift in in focus when you talk about things like it being a deep blessing that you mm-hmm. know you go to you go to gratitude and that is one thing I will say about you, Brooklyn, is you are a very, very humbled and, and grateful individual and a, a beautiful soul for that. And that throughout Thank all you. that's kind of transpired for you over the last year, which has been some major transformations. And speaking of deaths, there's been yes. deaths of many aspects of yes. ego and yeah, uh, dreams. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's been a, a amazing rebirth that I've witnessed, an incredible yeah like a phoenix again coming from ash the idea of that yep. transformation change that takes place you yes. are an, the epitome of that to me i see you as wow. you know such an incredible change that you've taken place yeah i think that's really interesting because number one i was kind of giggling to myself being like we're probably on the same channel right now because before you said anything i immediately thought of a phoenix when you were speaking 
<laughs> I love that. There yeah. you go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is also a really interesting episode to record because I know that you talked about how you really see a lot of your younger self in me. So it's interesting that there's some nice parallels to sort of talk about and we can mutually talk about like our experience navigating these things as a young person and then you can talk about how that's like evolved for you in the future and looking back how you kind of have embraced that. So that's really interesting for sure. Well, I appreciate that you are open to that, that energy exchange and that, yeah, absolutely. I love the curiosity and I love the fact that you're so open to Mm -hmm. not shackling yourself into one line or shackling yourself a set, you know, vision. You're one of the most, you know, flexible people I know that way in the sense that you're willing to be curious and open to what's new. And I think that opens energy to us to, you know, discuss how you, you went from a path of being very set on being a professional dancer and mm-hmm. being very much set in the idea of being a performer to taking this last 18 months through pandemic and through evolution and growth to decide that, you, you know, your passion is to be a light worker and to also be a yoga teacher and to do amazing things through that work. Yeah. And through, I know, a much more, you know, I would say organic approach to perhaps what you were looking to do before. And so I love the fact this is a, this is evolved. Definitely. And I feel like, again, that's kind of just how things happen when you come into like you say a more organic or natural state you know like once a seed is planted once there's sunlight and water it will grow and so it's kind of like once I found myself into some fertile soil so to speak and introduced some light then things really started to grow really quickly and adapt and it's it's really interesting it's kind of like when you stop swimming upstream and allow things to flow it's sort of how I found myself in this rapid transformation like you say so very grateful for that and there's beautiful imagery in all of that it's so interesting Mm -hmm. you talk about the river concept I actually brought that up today with somebody Mm -hmm. the idea Mm -hmm. of with a partnership or relationship or any dynamic the people that you invite into your really Mm -hmm. need to be open to going up you know going with the current you know yeah going with the stream with the flow with you you know and it's the idea that you you don't force them onto your stream or force them into your flow but you welcome it and at the same yeah. time, when you have individuals who are swimming upstream in your flow, it's very obvious, right? When there's a misalignment yes. with yourself and, and different aspects of your life or your family life or, you know, any aspect, emotional, spiritual, intellectual being, whatever you're at right now, if you are, if there's an out of alignment aspect, it is akin to swimming upstream. Totally. You know, it is, it is a huge challenge. And you are somebody who mm-hmm. I feel can really advocate the idea of, when you stopped kind of fighting and embraced the flow, your whole life kind of shifted. Yes, definitely. There's a lot that I want to touch on about that. I feel like one thing is definitely like I read something recently that was kind of like so my zodiac sign is a Pisces and I was reading something that was almost like with the Pisces being very much like creative and mystical and involved with arts kind of like the shadow side is kind of can you can be like a performer or create very much an illusion or be acting and performing a lot of the time rather than being authentic and so I think that's really interesting because you can take something that's very much natural and a skill set and it can be warped by your ego which is something that I think happened to me in terms of trying to find my identity through pursuing the arts and things like that. And so it caused me to think even just having this discussion about through my yoga teacher training, we were actually watching a documentary and Iyengar was talking about how he was born with the gift of illness. 
And I thought that was so interesting because I know that definitely through my time dancing, through swimming upstream, I definitely experienced, as you know, a lot of illness and things like that. And that was definitely a symptom of struggle swimming upstream out of being out of alignment. But then it's like, it's so interesting because that that time sort of birthed all these lessons, these gifts really, that when I was really able to peel the onion with with each of them, I was given like all the necessary tools and guidance of how to let go and how to evolve that so that I could be in a space that my ego allowed me to let go, be in surrender and be in flow. So yeah, it's really interesting how sometimes these situations turn out to be our greatest teachers or our greatest healers really with time and perspective. Absolutely. Without yeah. doubt. Without doubt. Yeah. And hugely powerful that you're able to take these challenges and experiences of adversity and make yeah. them into, you know, incredible gifts and teachings. Mm-hmm, you know, you use, you use the word rebirth. Mm-hmm. What does that feel like for you now at this time? Yeah, wow. I guess that it's kind of like in the same way that the untethered soul talks about how there is like many little deaths every day. Like if we're growing that we should embrace sort of thing. To me, it's like, every day there are little growth spurts too. So it's kind of like going back to the ugly duckling metaphor. It's almost like I've realized that on this path that when you're open to growth and when you're in a space of alignment, change happens so quickly. And that's really how I credit this whole transformation like you've talked about in the last however many months that I've experienced is really just like, it's like, a snowball going downhill if, if you're open to the change and the growth and doing the work which is just putting one foot in front of the other each day it's really incredible how things adapt and people who are not alongside you for this journey can kind of look at you every so often and have a snapshot and be sort of puzzled how things are so different every time they see you or check in with you. It's sort of like if you had your camera filming a plant growing and unfurling, you wouldn't see with your eye every time that you walked in your garden, all the little micro steps that the plant has taken to evolve into whatever it has blossomed to be, unless you had that footage to sort of see. And so it's kind of like that to me of like that, whether we know it or not, if we allow ourselves to grow, we will because that's the nature and essence of life. And then you get to a point where it's like, you know, you have shed everything that has restricted you and grown through it. And then you're something completely different than you were before. And that's like kind of the idea of rebirth is there's constant deaths and there's constant rebirths in life. And that we are really made to adapt. And the idea of warriors like withstand and change and evolve and be open to progress in whatever, whatever form, whatever element that is absolutely and the idea that it will withstand that there is there is flow and flow is always not at the same pace Mm -hmm. and I I think you're somebody who also has touched on things like the idea of allowing things to be in alignment but also having to make our human patient or allow our human to be patient yes totally that's interesting because I that makes me think a little bit of the first episode just listening to that definitely I was thinking about today how there's sometimes when you're giving things up You do it at such a slow pace for your human, you know, you give an inch every day and then you look back and you've come a long way. But sometimes it's like, it's not always about some shocking 
huge, profound transformation. It's about putting your foot one step ahead every single day, giving up what you must and what you can every single day until you have a different sort of threshold with your human and with your ego. Sometimes it requires you giving it something small and in exchange so that it can be at bay and you can let your higher self control the ship for a while. So it's an interesting concept. I do. And I I like the image of that idea that there is a threshold. It's an interesting yeah. way of putting it. And I haven't yeah. really thought of it that way, that there is an egoic threshold and that yeah. really can vary based on where our human is at. Yeah. And I applaud you though for also acknowledging the fact that it does vary like a threshold that there are days when your ego requires more and there's days when you are able to keep it mindful or more humbled yeah totally no it's interesting because when I knew I would be recording this episode I was very much like okay I want to like have the come from this very deep humble grounded space of feeling very inspired and happy and the days leading up I was things in my life were happening and shifting and I was like wow can I record an episode like this and then I realized having the visual of sitting with warriors being around a fire like you don't have to come from a place of being fully healed to be able to help others dress their wounds right you don't have to come from a place of perfection to tell your story and to be heard. And so I think that's really powerful to just share from wherever you're at that day or that week or that month or that season, if we're talking about elements and cycles, right, in our lives and how powerful that is. Because I feel like on podcasts, a lot of the time when we listen, it's like sort of like, oh, you know, I had an awakening and things were rough back then, but like now I make six figures and I'm married and I live in California and like it's a fairy tale ending and that's great and I believe that's attainable and achievable but there's so many important transitions in between and it's so important to have people that you respect and admire that mentor others that are like yeah you know some days my ego is challenging or I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not fully healed but I can still stand in this space and not flinch and not run away you know when I like discuss and explain my wounds to others. And so I think that's so powerful. So powerful. I was just yeah. the same thing. So powerful, my friend. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. And there is so much resonance in that on so many levels mm-hmm. about the idea of authenticity. And that was a real driving force behind opening up this forum for individuals to share their stories on through yeah. podcasting or through recording. Mm-hmm. And the idea that we don't have to be in the same space or be in the same place for us to be able to share on fire. And you're right, totally. when the warriors would come together, by no means were they all on the same page or the same healing or the same journey. Yeah. But they certainly were willing to hold space for each other and, you know, have love in their heart for each other. Yeah. And, and listen, you know, listen with an open heart as well. And I think that's the place where this is, is for authenticity and, and for being real. And you totally nailed it there. And everyone's awakening is completely unique. And by no means is it a single episode. The biggest thing I can tell everybody is it's not like, you know, I I, I hear many people say that their awakening is is sort of like episodic. And I I often sit with that concept because I think that like you just mentioned, it's a growth and evolution. Mm -hmm. The awakening is ongoing. It's akin to me like turning on a dimmer switch. Yeah. You know, the dimmer switch continues to get brighter and lighter, but it's it's ongoing. There's an yeah. ongoingness to it. And by no means is, is it like, well, I've had an awakening and that's the end of that. On to the next. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so I love yeah. I love that you were able to sit with us too. I definitely, you know, based on 
where you're at in your early 20s to say, I'm, I'm embracing this as an evolution. I'm embracing this as growth. As you mentioned, the unfurling of the plant or the leaf, the idea of there is the idea that we need to be patient with this and it is not episodic. It's something that was an ongoing evolution. Yeah, totally. It's not linear. It doesn't have to look the same way. It's not always going to feel the same way. And in our teacher training, we actually have this book. Uh, I forget what it's called, but we all take turns flipping to a page. And I think the last page that was turned to was about how basically warriors from different warring tribes would have hot springs that were like a common ground that it's like at the end of the day, they would bathe there and sit with their (laughs) sore feet and their wounds and things. And they would put all the war aside to like share this common space of healing. And it's like, what a great visual for a podcast of welcoming people in all sorts of walks of life to come here and to to soak their feet and to share right so I love that visual it is yeah soak it up my friend soak it up yeah (laughs) well I'm so honored to have sat with you today and I know you will be a regular part of our sit with warriors family and that you you will be with us more to share and I want to honor you and thank you for your authenticity and for your strength and for being such an amazing bright light thank you you as well tenfold all right you I send you love and light. Thank you. Send you love and light right back. Thank you.